for the longest, I was so excited for this little show called Secret Invasion. I can remember seeing the earliest tease. It wasn't even a teaser trailer. It was just like a little short clip of Sam Jackson with his beard, his gruffy beard, and he had the eye patch off, and it looked so edgy and crazy. And I can just remember thinking, man, this is going to be such an ambitious project. I'm sure that we're going to see a few Avengers sprinkled in. What we <laughs> got could not have been further from the opposite of that. And that's one bad thing that I did. I shouldn't have let my expectations grow so large. So that's my bad. What we actually got here, we got a really good set of actors in a show that continued to build and build and build with each episode. But then the finale came. I think that saying that it was a huge disappointment is one of the biggest understatements there could possibly be. What do you guys think? What what did you think about the finale of this show? Uh, I didn't like it. The show's not, it's not a bad show. All right. Like, I'll just get that out of the way. I've, I've even had people like comment on my stuff, like, oh, you think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. It's not Secret Invasion. I, I've said that numerous times. This is Secret Invasion was the second overall comic storyline that I ever read. Hmm. So I went in knowing what it was entailing in terms of like what the comics brought. That being said, I know a lot of people will say, oh, well, you know, it's the MCU. It's different from the comics. There's a lot of people who like to say that. That's fair. But then you get a lot of people where whenever there's a big project announced, you may have people who've read the comic and know about it. But you also have a lot of people who want to research what the thing is. And so a lot of people did end up researching what Secret Invasion was. It was was very trending for a long time, finding out all the people who are involved in it. And to get nobody except for roadie, which isn't really roadie, if we're really big. <laughs> I, I just, I, I struggled. I struggled with it. I struggled with it the entire time. And it makes sense why a lot of people didn't watch it, if you like, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, so I, I, have, a, I have two major things with Secret Invasion. So I think the first goes along with what you said, Jonathan, earlier, is based on the trailer, your expectations. So I think I was expecting Winter Soldier, but for TV. And instead, I got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And while Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was not terrible because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had great, like, they've had wonderful seasons and they had wonderful episodes, but then they had terrible two, three, four seasons in a row and terrible episodes. So I think that is, that's kind of analogy I make. And then the other thing with Secret Invasion is I think we're just coming up so much junk from the MCU that all of us had our hearts set on this being, oh, we're going to get one. We'll get back to it. So while Secret Invasion, I don't think as a whole, was terrible because our expectations were high, we're let down because we just came off of Thor 4. And we just came off of She-Hulk and Moon Knight and Ms. Marvel and Eternals. And we were like, oh, this is going to be it. (laughs) Sam Jackson and Scrolls. You can't mess it up. Oh, they messed it up. I think the biggest complaint, rightfully so, is the creation of this all-powerful, unstoppable force oh, that is Gaia now in the <laughs> MCU. We thought it was bad with Miss Marvel. I'm sorry, not Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. Gaia is literally unstoppable. There's a meme that I posted recently on the Instagram page that we have. It's literally a picture of Kang, right? And he says, but the title said Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. And it's got a picture of Gaia at the bottom saying, I am the Avengers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's no stopping this character. There's nothing 
intriguing about a character like this, uh, correct? You know, you guys can probably attest to what the actual Super Scroll was in the comics. It was probably something that was a little bit more mild, I would imagine, than this. Four powers, just had four powers. Of the Fantastic Four. Correct. So there was a limit when you have right. everyone's power. <laughs> you know, but I, but I also, too, I look back on the debut of many different MCU characters and how when they first debuted, what, oh my gosh. And then the second appearance, huge nerf. Like like Winter yeah. Soldier, for example. Yeah. He got totally nerfed in Captain America and the Winter Soldier, whatever that show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like, totally just nerfed. And then even Captain Marvel in her first movie, you're like, oh. And then in Endgame, she's like, I have to slowly make it through the crowd with the glove. Like, what? She did wreck those ships, though. She did, and then but then she just couldn't get. She just had to go slowly. Th- Come on, girls, help yeah. me out. I gotta get it it this wasn't look. a good look. I mean, look at Black Panther in Civil War versus his own movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like yep. it's the difference is staggering. You're like, oh my god, you went from and assassin different- level to what is this? <laughs> and the difference of the character too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I somebody brought this up on my show last time around. They said the biggest problem with the MCU is that they felt like everything needed to be like James Gunn's Guardians after the Guardians came out with so much like forced humor. Same principle here, you know, with with Black Panther even. It's okay to have some characters that are just serious most of the time. It's totally okay. Everyone doesn't have to have this silly, goofy humor. That's what didn't work for me in the first Black Panther film. But you know, in a what? lot of ways, the second Black Panther. I know this is unpopular, but I like Black Panther two better than the first Black Panther. Yeah, it deals with because of famous. the silly, goofy, <laughs> uh, dry humor that just didn't work. But you know what, though, think about that. If it's not Guardians, then what's the other thing everybody wants to be? The Winter Soldier, and that's what this show tried to be: Secret Invasion. It's like, oh, it's either because everybody talks about Guardians all the time as like one of the better introductions of what marvel could be and everybody talks about winter soldier as in one of the better mcu movies of all time and it's like if you're not one of those then what are you eternals tried to do the winter soldier route in terms of having a level of seriousness didn't work that well we've seen it with this didn't work that well falcon and winter soldier tried to do both that somewhat worked but then it kind of fell apart at the end it it just they're too there's too much they're trying to do too much and it's not working it's and Secret Invasion is probably the worst example of that so far. It's unfortunate because Sonya Fallsworth, I thought that was a really intriguing character. I'm not sure if that's a character from the comics. That is a character from the comics. So Fallsworth is, but I don't remember Sonya. I don't either. Okay. Great actress. You know, I thought that everything, every time she was on screen, I was really intrigued and kind of like, oh, this is, you know, this is kind of cool what she's doing, what she's saying. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm liking it. Rhodey did a good job. Sam Jackson did a good job. Even, uh, what's her name? Khaleesi did a good job up until the point where she was this all-knowing, all-powerful character. To me, it felt so out of left field. Everything about that finale. And when Sam Jackson kissed the alien at the end, it really gave me Planet of the Ape vibes, the first <laughs> Planet of the Apes. You remember when he kissed the, yeah, the monkey yeah. at the end of the movie? I was just like, what are they thinking? <laughs> or it also looked like, uh, I don't know if you guys, you saw. You ever saw Warcraft, the movie Warcraft? I did it, when it, it first came out, but I don't. It gave that it. vibe great, like crazy, where where the orc and the human relationship, and it it looked because you know they're green, so it actually looked like that scene. It almost looks like they stole a little bit from that scene for the, and it just it was it was off, and it didn't even make sense. Sam yeah. Jackson, his character in the MCU, Nick Fury, someone who doesn't even trust 
the human race, right. you know, <laughs> and someone who's supposed to be skeptical. I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't make sense at all. It's almost like that they're trying to take these characters and deconstruct them so much and do something that's just so unpredictable and so out of left field. I don't get it anymore. And I'm getting to a point now where it's becoming more and more difficult to justify my extreme fandom of the MCU and of comic book movies in general. It feels like we're going back to the 2002 era guys where we had a lot of bad comic book films and some occasionally that were really good. Right. Yeah. You get like the, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man's like, wow, this is how it should be. And then you got blade three and you're like, Oh, that's, that's bad. But now there's been a lot more blade threes and not Spider-Man twos, unfortunately. I think Marvel has just said, you know what? If we just pump this stuff out, these people are going to come see it. And I think that was correct. And now it's starting to go down. And they're saying, you know, do I need six episodes of Moon Knight? Because I'm lost after episode two. And now I got a, a hippo god talking to me. Click, I'm out. You know, do I need a whole flashback of Ms. Marvel's grandparents on a train? I, I, I just don't, you know, so I'm going to keep going. And what I don't even know what She-Hulk was. I I wasted every Wednesday morning for a half an hour of my life. I could have been sleeping, you know. Like what is this? <laughs> and I, I you know I sat in Eternals. I thought it was a DC movie. Think this is just trash. Marvel's got to do something. Like they the Marvels is going to have to be the best movie they've ever made, or it's just going to keep going down. And my hopes this, are not high for that. This one. movie didn't help it though, right? Like this movie no. was supposed to be marketing for the Marvels, and it yeah. didn't. I, it was almost as if had this been good, it would have given the Marvels a leg up. But because yeah. it's giving vibes of like, what is this? I think everybody's going to approach the Marvels that way, too. And so now you're sitting here with a movie that may still get pushed back, which is yeah. a whole other story. Yes. They didn't I, they didn't help it. I think that it will get pushed back because of the strikes. Mm. And here's what we're going to be looking at. Some people that are delusional that think that the second Captain Marvel film or the Marvels is going to make a billion like the first one did are in for a rude awakening, an yeah. extremely rude awakening. Mine I don't have. think I'm, I'm making a wild, bold prediction right now. I don't think the Marvels crosses over 500 mil and it'll be lucky to get 500 mil. I, I really, because these days with budgets, how they are and marketing, how they, how, how it is, you're touching 400 mil with, with everything added together. Some of these films, I don't think that the, like I said, I don't think that the Marvels will touch 500 million. I think that it'll be less than 500 million. Do you think it'll be 500 million box office or 500 million? Like it's not gained 500 million. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about total like gain from, from uh, worldwide uh, global box office, domestic, everything that they haul in is going to be 500 or less. So profit-wise, we're talking maybe 100 mil, you know, maybe a little bit less than 100 mil, depending on what the cost of the budget and marketing and everything else was. Uh, it's got to be a lot, right? I mean, Ant-Man yeah. made how much? 475 or something like yeah. that? It was definitely under five. So, And I, that was considered a, a borderline flop, like almost a flop for the MCU. Yeah. So yeah. I think this film is going to be in the same ballpark, maybe <laughs> even less. Well, I think Marvel knew it too. There's, a, I mean, Captain Marvel, the first one, made over a billion. Why did they all of a sudden be like, we can't put her in alone. They saw the backlash that came like, oh, you know, we market it being the woman, the Wonder Woman of the MCU. That worked for a little bit. Then people saw it and were like, oh, you know, and then they saw her in Endgame and were like, mm, maybe 
we're gonna have to throw we gotta get somebody from WandaVision. We gotta get the young, diverse character in here too, because she's not Brie cannot carry this all by herself and get us to a billion again. But then, like you said, they pre-started it with Secret Invasion, and that just wasn't a good lead-in. That's not, not a good. good. Not at all. And especially because no one watched it. So Joe Blow didn't spend you know six hours watching Secret Invasion to go into the Marvels. But I mean, I guess that's part of why. You know, they're putting Ms. Marvel on Hulu. Did you see that? Yeah. So, I mean, they're like, somebody, because the strike is going to happen. I, I'm kind of all over the place, so I apologize. But the strike is still happening, but they've released all the toys. They've released all the clothing. So, for them to, they're, they're kind of paying themselves in a corner, like, for them to not release it on time when all the merch is out, maybe just take this gamble of say, yeah, you know, Brie can't do interviews, but everything is out. Let's just get this. Am I saying that I hate white dudes? No, I'm not. I did I did my stunts because I thought that that's what everyone did. Uh, and then... Tom, Tom Cruise over here? No, no, I'll be the first me, not the next Tom Cruise. Thank Ooh. you very much. Well, Let's get this out there and kind of cleanse our palate and see what happens after Christmas and hopefully come back with Deadpool 4 to save the MCU. I, I think they actually are, they're hoping um, Aman Bellani, Miss, or yeah, Miss Marvel. I, I think they are assuming she might be able to carry the movie. And I know that's a lot to put on her young shoulders and everything, but as of now, we know that Captain Marvel doesn't... And you can see it in the trailer. They tried to bring more emotion out of her and everything like that. That was one of the biggest problems of Captain Marvel versus somebody like Wonder Woman. And the first Wonder Woman movie is a lot better for a lot of reasons because at the very least, she shows emotion. There's actual feelings there that you as an audience member can identify with. Whereas the constant scowl of Captain Marvel, it just never, it never worked. But it was so perfectly positioned in between Infinity War and Endgame that it was going to make money no matter what. Tayona Paris, who I actually just saw in uh, They Clone Tyrone and who was actually really good in that movie. She's a good actor, but they've given her nothing to do. They didn't give her much to do in WandaVision. So you're expecting all of us as an audience to just immediately... That, that's not going to work. And so I feel like they're looking at Miss Marvel like, well, she's going to be comedic. She's going to be the one who can maybe bring in the younger audience as well. There'll be some things with the older audience where maybe they might be able to identify with customs. You, I feel like they're throwing it all on her. And I don't know if that's a good strategy. It's a better strategy than putting putting it all on Brie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, what is the strategy, right? Yeah, and I don't, understand that. I don't understand that either because... She was, a, I mean, I'm not like someone who has followed the career of Brie Larson very hardcore or anything like that, but it seems like she was a lot more likable and the characters that she played on screen were way different than Captain Marvel five, ten years ago, right? She's an actually good actress. I, yeah. I think it gets lost in the sauce when it comes to her. Like, I don't even blame her as much. I, I blame what they gave her and her not... She's. I mean, she's not old. She's still like early 30s. So you got a situation where you're up and coming. You're not going to say anything against the studio, right? Like you'll hear other people who are older. Maybe they will fight against the studio. We've heard that with uh, a perfect example of John Krasinski when he fought against the studio for things that happened in the office. Or we've heard of Robert Downey Jr. doing that. But like she's young. She's not going to do that kind of thing when at the time when Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel come out. So she's just going to go with whatever they gave her. And what they gave her was terrible. But she's actually good. She was good in the movie The Room. I think she won 
an Academy Award for it. She's good in Kong Skull Island. She's good in Scott Pilgrim. Like she's yeah. in these movies where she plays good parts. I'm wondering if maybe this movie is going to try and tap into her actual ability this time around. And maybe that's why they want to push it back because they were going to try and push that and showcase that mm-hmm. during all the red carpet premieres and everything like that. And now they won't be able to. That might be a reason. And yeah, like you said earlier, I think you were saying this or Jared, one of you guys were talking about her just not letting her do press interviews, <laughs> giving her <laughs> Ezra Miller treatment, you know, because yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it seems like she put her foot in her mouth more than Joe Biden. I mean, every time she was speaking or had a microphone in front of her face, it was going to be something just cringy at best. You could tell that every single one of the, her castmates from Endgame Infinity War just did not like her being there. Did not like the fact that they had to be sitting next to her. There's so look many. At, look at the Marvels. You're hearing rumors that they didn't like her either on the set of. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's actual stuff that's come out saying that staff and even some of the other actresses did not like her on set. Let me ask you guys a fun question. What do you? What kind of reaction do you think there would be to just the immediate recasting of Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, like moving forward? Yeah. <laughs> I think fans would love it. I think the media outlets would write all sorts of think pieces on it. Yeah. Like negative pieces about it. Yeah. I can't believe Disney has done this. Yeah. She she was the epitome of girl power in Hollywood. Honestly, she might be the most untouchable person. And I know that seems kind of like crazy. Well, you got Ezra Miller still. Don't forget about Ezra Miller. <laughs> He's pretty untouchable. Ezra wasn't. Ezra was, let's see if we can get this one over. And it didn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and now I don't think that the, I don't think Ezra's going to have nearly the same kind of backing as originally planned. Yeah, what was crazy to me though, even after everything that happened with Ezra, the studio was still talking about the possibility of him returning to the role of the Flash. But then once the yeah. film came out and flopped <laughs> hard, then those conversations went away completely. But yeah, I, I honestly believe if that film would have touched a billion or even gotten close, you think so? I think that he could have been coming back to the role. I really do. I, I, I would have been ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just the world that we live in, guys. But Bree's not a criminal. He's actually criminal. Like, it's actual in doc, And it's not even me being hyperbolic. Like, there's actual documented evidence of him doing crime. She's yeah. not a criminal. She just has a bad attitude. Yeah. Well, she you know? plays very flat. So that's why you could really get any blonde to play her. Like yeah. my wife could come in and do a better. And she's not an actress, and she doesn't like being on camera. But she's blonde. She could totally be Captain Marvel, just... and she would even charge half. She wouldn't <laughs> even go for the full. You know, we would do that for Marvel. It's going to be interesting to see how the Marvels performs at the box office. I hate to say this, but I will be there opening weekend <laughs> because Absolutely. I yes. I have yeah. this channel. I have to cover it. You know, so that's the reason that I'll be there. But. Um, <laughs> We'll see what happens. I haven't used that excuse before. Well, well, I have a I have a show. That's what that's why I have to be there. Yeah, absolutely. I just can't be spoiled. So like I, I pick the earliest showing on Thursday to go so I can live my life without anxiety for the week. Exactly weekend. what I do. <laughs> I pick the earliest where nobody's going to it because it's like lunch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Overall, when it comes to secret invasion, I'll say that like, like I said earlier, they had me hooked. And I was I had already come to terms with the fact that it was just going to be a smaller show with Ben Mendelsohn, Sam Jackson. You know, everything that we got from the actors, like I said, was really good. They did a good job in their performances and their roles. 
you know, and it continued to build and build and build. And then the, in the finale, what we got was just, you know, even, even the villain, I, I enjoyed graphic. I thought he, the actor, whatever his name is, I thought he did a pretty good job. It was just like, why, why are they giving this to us in this show? It feels so out of left field. It feels so out of character for Sam Jackson to be smooching on an alien with a green face. When I think back to Gamora and Peter, at least Gamora had more way. She was way more humanoid just with green yeah. skin. But this is just like a literal, like hideous alien with sharp ears and, you know, scales and everything else. It would have been lying to you the whole time. Would, at least Gamora was met as Gamora. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It would have been like Peter uh, making out with the Oscarian, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it just felt so out of left field and it, it was so disappointing. The finale disappointed me probably threefold compared to She-Hulk's finale. And that's not an exaggeration. She-Hulk, it's unpopular. I had a great time with the show. But when the finale came, and then the wedding episode two were both big letdowns. But compared to this, those were sevens. <laughs> that's well, how I feel. Uh, what do you guys you know, think? I think? The Secret Invasion did leave us with some things to pick up on. We're going to find out about Rhodey. So was he captured since Civil War? Because he's still in his his hospital gown. This president has a major... He, I mean, he just said, if you are not human, I'm going to kill you. So that's kind of a big, big, huge thing. And then Fury said... Was it Fury or Rhodey said he's a one-term president? One of them said that. Yeah. And we, we know that Fury. General Ross is going to be president in Captain America 4. So something happens there. Not all the scrawls left, so there are still some scrawls on Earth, and Nick's gonna go do his thing up there. We, you know, are we gonna see Gaia again? I can't believe they would bring in Khaleesi and the Queen from the Crown to these Marvel shows, and we never see either of them again. So I, I, I don't That'd hate nice. the finale as much as you, Jonathan, because I think there's, I think we've got some stuff to flesh out. If you had to rate it, what would you give it? Like total overall, the whole entire show. Uh, probably a six. I think that I'd I would give it. Give it yeah, <laughs> I, I would probably go 4.55, somewhere in there, just because of the finale. If they would have given me something a little bit better, just a little bit better in the finale, it, it probably could have been as high as a 6.5 to a seven. But yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. My bias won't allow me to like it as much. Uh, I think as a show, as a separate entity, it's fine. But I, even as a separate entity from like what we know, it, it misses a lot of key like bits and, and pieces where things could have been wrapped up a lot better. And it's also missed opportunities. There's, there's a lot of missed opportunities here where everything just has to get wrapped up very, very, I mean, this is the Disney formula as well. A lot of things get sure. wrapped up in that final episode so quickly where you've have been building over the course of these episodes only to like almost take a bow, unwrap it or wrap it up. And then boom, it's out, it's out the door. That's not the way to really do these kinds of things. I and the funny thing is they weren't doing this earlier. WandaVision doesn't have a super, super quick ending. Neither does Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Loki actually is pretty good as well. For some reason, it's almost as if they just flipped the script and now it has to be something completely different. I am a big She-Hawk lover, and in, in terms of the comic book character, I have a, not been a big fan of the show, but I gotta agree with you. I think the, the final episode of She-Hawk is better than the final episode of this. And that's that's a wild thing coming from me right now. But it, it, there was just a letdown. And I just I do not see how this is supposed to help the Marvels in any way. It won't. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for joining me for this episode of Comic Book Cinema. 
folks at home, make sure you check out Jared's YouTube channel, which you'll find all the info you need below his name there, as well as Mr. John Automates. Until next time, have a good one.